Hi, this is Origin Gate. My name is Lindy with Wisdom's Echo and your thought for the day. Today I'm going to talk about rest. You know, we have two different types of rest in our life. We either have busy rest or we have fruitful rest. And I want to talk a wee bit about rest today. I want to quote from Bob Jones, a well-known prophet who died some years ago. And he said that this decade, the 20s, um, was a decade of rest. And God is looking, has always been looking for a people to rest in who have found this place of rest. So I remember thinking, a whole decade of rest, what does rest look like? Yay, we're having a holiday. But rest is a completely different thing. So we have, never before in the, in the, in the history of mankind, have you had a whole planet, a whole earth put into a sabbatical year of rest with the pandemic that we found ourselves in? Now, is this on purpose? I do believe it is. You know, we've seen the most crazy things happen in the land, in the, in creation, in, in the birds, the, the, the fish, plants, just a restoration of a whole lot of stuff in society and in, in humankind and also within the earth itself. Now, what does rest look like? Well, you have busy rest and you have fruitful rest. So how do I find rest in myself? What are, what are the things I have to do to find rest? Because in the society that we live in now, rest is a very difficult thing. People find resting extremely hard. With social media, with the internet, when we're on holiday, we're still on all of our devices. We're still watching TV. We used to run a bed and breakfast and they wanted to have access to the internet code. They wanted to have a television. They wanted to know if we had Netflix or if we had some sort of movie channel they could watch. And it is a place for resting, but really speaking, we don't know how to rest without all of these things around us, the busyness of everything. I caught myself the other day with my computer on, with my phone on, and with my iPad on all at the same time doing different things on all of them. And I thought, wow, wow, I've just become that person. We used to go on holiday to Mozambique, which is in southern Africa, a neighbor of South Africa. And friends of ours were building a lodge there. And so when we used to go, the basic building structure was up, and it was beautiful thatched roofs and, and just literally looking at the sea. You could fall out of bed and take 20 steps, and you were in the ocean, just idyllic. But there was no electricity and no water. What fun. So without those two things being available, the first day it's a panic. It's an absolute panic because you think, how am I going to survive without answering my phone? And what if people are trying to get hold of me? But then after a while you sort of think, man, this is just great. And eventually you forget about your phone and you just forget to bother. Um, there was no signal. There was no electricity to, to get the phone charged. Water would come on, you know, once a day um, while they were building this beautiful lodge. And it began to be the best restful holiday I'd ever had. I would wake up in the morning and go, what should I do? Should I get up? Should I go back to sleep? Should I read something? Or should I go and swim? Maybe have a couple of prawns for breakfast. What should I do? What should I do? And that was basically the biggest challenge I had in the day was to decide what to do next. So how do I come to a place of rest? Well, rest is many things, but one of them is strengthening myself in the Lord. I need to know how to strengthen myself in the Lord. What does that look like? It's not about reading copious amounts of scripture every day. You know, I I remember as a young Christian, whenever they brought the yearly um, plan out to read your Bible in a year, it used to stress me out no end. I just couldn't do it. 
I couldn't cope. I just couldn't keep up with it. It was too much. But I felt like such a loser Christian because I could not read through the Bible in a year. I could do it in other ways, but that way, not so much. I could play whole books of the Bible in the background on a play, on a playing app while I was doing stuff in the house, while I was resting, while I was sleeping. And that's how I got to hear the whole Bible. And I was at Bible school, obviously. But I strengthened myself by hearing, by listening. But how do I strengthen myself in the Lord? Well, you know, the Bible says in Nehemiah 8 verse 10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Oh, so I don't have to read anything to get strength. I've just got to find my joy in Yeshua, my joy in Yahweh, my joy in the rock of my salvation. I find myself sometimes in in the place that I'm at right now where I'm not normally where I'm at because of, you know, being in lockdown in various places. And I sit sometimes and I just go, oh, Jesus, Jesus, you're beautiful. I love you so much. Just want to say I love you so much. What am I doing? Really speaking, I am strengthening myself in the Lord. The Bible says that laughter is as medicine. Laughter and being joyful and laughing is as medicine. And it does bring healing to your bones. Friends, friends help you to come to a place of strengthening yourself in the Lord and finding yourself in a place of rest. Well, the Bible says that friends lighten the load. Physical activity. Now, I remember someone saying the other day, do you uh, run? Do you, do you run every day? Now, that's a bit like asking me, do I read the, all the steps to reading the Bible all year long? I said, I don't run every day. I do in my head, but not actually, no. But I do walk um, several times um, on the beach, and I'm very active around my home. But I've determined to actually be more active to get oxygenation into my body. Because physical activity is a a phenomenal way of healing your body and staying in optimal health. Time away. Time away is very important. And as, as someone who's been in the ministry for many, many years, uh, time away was sometimes hard, especially when we were full-time itinerant ministries. When we were away, uh, if you didn't work, you didn't eat, you didn't bring in any income. And it was a very, very hard and difficult place that we found ourselves in because we never really rested. We never went away because we needed to work. We needed to work. And the time that we didn't have six weeks, we didn't have any uh, appointments that just all cancelled over Christmas, which I believe was a really good uh, time, and I think Yahweh orchestrated it. We saw the hand of God provide in the most supernatural ways, and what an amazing time of rest it was. We then realized we didn't have to work to get money, but yet Yahweh provided. I want to make a statement here. If we honor rest, we won't burn out. Many of us have dishonored rest, finding rest. We've dishonored it. And even when we rest, we have busy rest. We go away and yet we're busy. We come back from holiday and we generally say when we're back from holiday, wow, I'm exhausted. I worked harder on holiday than when I was home. I did so much stuff. We went and did all this stuff. I'm not saying just sleep, 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 sleep. You know, if you want to, hey, happy days. But there's a time away where we, we can honor rest in so much. We have fun. We have friends. We enjoy ourselves. We go out to eat. We go and look at the sunset. We drive around and look at beautiful things and we just sit and watch the sun go down and enjoy the day and go home. But busy rest is when we do things. We we feel that if we are away, we've got to do something, read a book, write a book, uh, study stuff, you know, help somebody, do something, preach in my case. And that's not rest. That's not honoring rest. So when I do not honor rest, I will come to a place of burnout. And I found myself in a cycle 
of only having one day off a month and feeling like my body was telling me that it would burn out if I didn't behave. So I was dishonoring rest within myself. The problem is we, we don't think that we have permission to rest, but we have been, been given permission for a sabbatical rest. You and I are allowed to rest. We've been given permission. I want you to look at yourself and say, I give you permission to rest. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I give yourself permission to rest. We are allowed to rest. Matthew chapter 12 verse 8 says, For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath, not of one day a week. You've got to build it into your lifestyle. Honor the Sabbath, and I don't mean one day. I don't mean any particular day because he's Lord of the Sabbath. He would do many healings and things on the Sabbath day. But he is Lord of the Sabbath, meaning not just one day, every day. He's Lord. He is, you've got to honor this, the sabbatical rest within you and make it a lifestyle. So how do you practically strengthen yourself in the Lord? Well, look, it doesn't always have to be a super spiritual answer. And when we ask people, you know, how do you, how do you come to a place of having rest? People will get super spiritual. I've got to pray more, read more, speak in tongues more, do whatever more. You have really have to do that. Sometimes it's just getting away and, like I said, looking at the sunset and just finding time for yourself. I love going for pedicures. I love going for massages. I like, you know, looking after myself. A little bit of retail therapy didn't hurt anybody. So how do I practically do this? It doesn't have to be super spiritual. It can be just finding time for myself to find a place. Find the thing that you love doing that causes you to feel really fulfilled. In my case, I love to cook. I love to bake. Um, I love to pot around the house and I love around the garden. I love going into wildlife and having a look at the animals. And I'm privileged enough to be able to do that. I love going to the ocean. I love walking in the mountains. These things fill up my soul tank. And I make sure that I find time to do it. I'll often say to my kids, look, I just need you to know. Mama needs to go to the animals. We need to find a place. We've got to go to the animals. And we did a month ago, and um, it was wonderful. We saw crocodiles. We saw hippopotamus. We saw an elephant, which they hadn't seen in that particular area for 10 years. And we saw hippopotamus right walking up the hill, the road after we'd uh, had supper. So that was pretty awesome. So these are things that fill up my soul tank. And then we had good friends with us. We had good food. We had good barbecues. If you know me, you know I love barbecuing. We had good barbecues. And it was the most marvelous time away. I came back going, Yahweh, I rested. And do you know that in that time of rest, I had the most dreams and encounters every single night that I've had in years. It was sometimes two to three a night and they were pertinent. They were about people. They were things that had to be done to be changed. Yahweh was speaking to me about direction and things that had to be done. It was phenomenal. And how did that happen? Out of a place of rest, watching animals, relaxing, barbecuing with friends, all of the things I said we needed to do to find ourselves in a place of fruitful rest, not busy rest. Another thing that, that often is bandied around is time is money. Time is money. Wow, if ever that was a lie, <laughs> then I don't know. Because time isn't money. Money comes because Yahweh is good to me. Money doesn't come because I have to work and use my time all the time to do what I have to do to make money. I've proved that in myself. So time is something I either spend well or I don't spend well. We fear putting time and resource into rest in case we fall behind. 
So when we, we don't want to put time and resource into the stuff that we're doing and into our restful time, then we fear that we're going to fall behind in something. We value commodities, money, work more than we value rest. And sometimes Yahweh wants us just to shut the business down and take a time out. And when you come back, you watch double amounts of money coming in, double contracts coming in. Just the flow of Yahweh coming in. Why? Because you've honored the Sabbath and you've honored rest. And so time really isn't money. I don't serve time. Time serves me. So time, at the moment, I'm going to take some time off for my place of rest in Yahweh so he can find a place to rest in me. And when I come back to do my work, you will make sure, Father, that I have a sufficient coming in from every source that I need uh, without having to have felt like I'd lost time because time is money. So we, we, we need to be careful that we don't value commodities and money and work more than we value rest. Psalm 90 verse 17 says, May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us and establish the work of our hands. Now, I had a look at these words. The word favor also is beauty and kindness, which is so different to the favor of God. Yes, I've got favor, I've got favor, it's all coming my way. It's actually also beauty and kindness. May the kindness of God rest on me. May the beauty of God rest on me. I looked up that word and it's it's noam, beauty, noam. So when you have a look at it, it is seed and eye to watch the waters. So when I have the seed that watches the waters, that is the beauty. May the seed that watches the waters of the Lord rest on you. That seed that he plants in you, that watches the waters to rest on you. Then it says, may, yes, may it establish the work of your hands. So I had a look at the word uh, establish, and the word establish is also confirm the work of your hand. May it confirm the work of your hand. And then it says, um, the work, I looked up the word work and its business, enterprise, achievement, and products. So may the beauty, the seed of the eye that watches into the waters of our God rest on us. And yes, so that he may establish or confirm the business, the enterprises, the achievement, and the products of my hands. So when the beauty and the rest, the kindness, and the favor of Yahweh rests on me, he then brings the business, enterprise, achievement, and products, and establishes it or confirms it into my life. So when we rest, we find favor. It's not a busy rest. It's a resting in Yahweh. We've really got to learn to work smarter not harder. Now, I often say that to folks when I speak with them. You've got to learn to work smarter, not harder. Sometimes I, I used to get to a place where I felt that I'd got to the end of the day and I hadn't done everything I wanted to do. And I'd say this, I have run out of time. And I have changed the way I speak. I refuse to run out of time because, again, time, I don't work for you. You work with me. And so I would speak to time and say, time, slow down, slow down. I'm going to get everything done that I need to do today. I honor the work of my hands. I honor what I'm going to do. And as I honor that and I honor the work of my hands in Yahweh, he brings that favor, beauty and kindness to me. And I started having so much time at the end of the day to do what I had to do instead of being stuck saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. So we need to make sure we do not have busy rest but that we have fruitful rest. If you dishonor rest, you get restlessness. You can't access stillness if you're restless. 
and you rob yourself of connecting with Yahweh. Let me just embellish that. If you dishonor rest within yourself, you get restless. Restlessness becomes your portion. And then when you're restless, you can't find stillness because you're too agitated. And when you can't find stillness, you rob yourselves of connecting with Yahweh. And then you cannot build or strengthen yourself up in the Lord because you're too much stuck in a place of restlessness. You cannot find stillness. Now, stillness, be still and know that I am God is not be quiet, which is very hard for me to do, not be quiet. It's not that. It's actually cease from your striving. So cease from your striving. Know that I am God. So I want to encourage you today to be so assured of the fact that the beauty, the kindness, and the favor of the Lord our God rests on you to confirm and establish as it begins to secure your provision and your your business and your enterprise and your achievement and the products in your life as you find rest in the Lord. So shalom, shalom today as you, you determine today to turn away from busy rest into fruitful rest. Thank you so much for listening.